Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You would have heard a week or so ago, I jumped on with the weekly Rubdown Boys to do a Supercoach draft for the year 2000. We were back at it last week. We dove into the year 2009, obviously the year that Hainsey brained it. Uh, the Melbourne Storm, they went on to beat the Parramatta Eels in the grand final that year. Of course, a premiership uh, that was taken off them later. So a bit to go into 2009, a heap of quality players. I had third pick overall. I think Natty had one. Wooker had two, and uh, I think I had third pick overall. So really enjoyed this 2009 draft. Remember, we're taking the season 2009. We're applying it to the modern-day Supercoach rules. So obviously, the points are a little bit different to what they were actually like in 2009. So bit of a transition there. Really enjoyed this one with the boys. Once again, if you are a Supercoach player, you're only playing Classic, I highly advise you get into draft. You will love it. Get a couple of mates together. Uh, organize your draft competition. Get a draft day going. Go away for the weekend. Leave the missus at home. You'll love yourself sick. Trust me on that. And then follow the weekly rubdown, boys. I think they put out the very best content in the draft game. Uh, I'm going to be doing a heap of draft content with them over the next few weeks as well, which is really, really exciting. That'll be dropping over the next few days if all goes to plan. I'll be asking you guys for which players you want to hear us analyze. We'll be taking a deep dive on a couple of those guys. Without further ado, I hand you over now to the weekly rubdown. This is available on their podcast platform as well. So if you are interested in this content, pause this podcast, please go over, subscribe to the Weekly Rubdown Podcast, listen to it on there for all I care, give them the listen over there, they're putting out great content, if you're into draft, you need to be following the boys. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lift penis? Very
Yeah, g'day rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast where we rub down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. You're listening to another edition of Supercoach What If. I'm your host Natty, and with me as always riding shotgun in the rub is the stats wizard, Walker the Weasel, and back again to take the tough hit-ups out of our own 20, leading with that massive melon of his as the rugby league guru. <laughs> welcome back, mate. Beggars cannot come to me. Poor people cannot come to me. The gap is too big. They can hear me, but they cannot understand me. So it is natural. I'm the rugby league guru. How many bigger melons, boys? Ready to rock and roll. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is this is the time to use it, isn't it? That's it. That's it, boys. How's it going, boys? Yes, lads. Well, let's without further ado, let's fucking tear the scab off one. Cheers, lads. Cheers, boys. It's been a long day. Oh, that's good. That's very good. All right, so before we get into it, uh, a few rubdown fans have got in touch with me, and Guru, they want to know, where's the draft recap podcast for your home league? Like, where's the podcast talking about who came what and, and how you oh. went? And I think that's a loaded question there. That is a loaded question, I, mate. I, I don't, I don't know who these people are. They've just gotten. They said they. When the guru comes back on your podcast, can you ask him where's the recap podcast? They want it. No, I have no doubt. I know exactly oh. who these are. Um, some of the kings of the peanut gallery. Um, I think I ended up, mate. I, I came. I think I went out finals week two. I'm not sure if you remember, but I was like fourth or fifth or something like that, and I was hyper confident. And I, I thought it was week two of finals and I thought I'm going to be okay here. I'll get through this. And then Daniel Tupu, he scored 80 points against the Dragons and he had he had three touches and he ran for eight metres. They just kept on passing him the ball a metre or two out, line break, tackle break, then they kicked to him two or three times. It was it was one of the toughest afternoons as far as Supercoach draft goes for me. But um, – I probably got to wear it on the chin. I, I was very lucky to be in that position anyway. It was a pretty uh, pretty bang average year for me, to be honest with you. I could imagine the lads in your league, um, obviously, with a podcast, with a page, and uh, and look, Wooker and I, we get the same slack from the boys and I. Like, mm. as, soon as, we, as soon as you lose one game, it's like, oh, boys, I thought you were fucking experts. What happened here, champion? What happened here? <laughs> so I could imagine you cop the same shit. Mate, my, my group of mates, they might be the most uncreative bunch of fuckers of all time when it comes to uh, banter and dribble too. So that is the exact rhetoric week in, week out, just quietly. <laughs> yeah, so obviously a few of the boys from your league are fans of the rub and, yeah, they obviously got in contact. So anytime you want to bring out that recap of the the season, mate, and obviously, you know, blow some smoke up your mate's ass and, and uh, talk yourself down, what's the chances of that happening, you reckon? Well, mate, it actually is out there somewhere. I think they've been uh, tuning in to the rub down a little bit more than the guru, so uh, we're going to have to have some tough words just quietly. Don't blame them. <laughs> Don't blame them, mate. Don't. Blame, they're only human. People work with that feed. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. So in this rub down, Supercoach What If, it's a little different. We're going to be choosing players from the 2009 season. However, we're going to be bringing them forward into today's game. The faster, high-impact, reduced interchange, six again, all that shit in today's current NRL game. Not to mention the current Supercoach scoring system. Now, there's no fucking science to this at all. We are just going off pure vibe and instinct. It's going to be all eyes up drafting. What do you think? 
think vibes are I do my best work just quietly. Mate, I'm all vibe, baby. I am all vibe. Wooker, you're about half vibe. Oh, what? Mate, I'm, I'm about 90% vibe, 10% stats. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, uh, probably probably about the other way around. Yeah, 90% stats and Excel spreadsheets and 10% fucking vibe. Yeah, but there is some vibe at least. Yeah, a little bit of vibe. A dash of vibe. All right, boys, let's get into year 2009. So I'll set the scene here. We've got... So we had top try scorer, BMOZ, top point scorer, Hazem Mazri. The ladder shaped out like this. So you had St. George Illawarra come first, minor premiers, Bulldogs second, then Titans had a great year, Melbourne, Manly, Brisbane, Newcastle, and Parramatta at that famous eighth spot. So then we have a little bit of controversy here. So Storm beat Parramatta in the grand final, 23-16, to 16, and then get stripped due to salary cap breach. Now, Guru, you probably know this. When did the strip happen? Uh, the strip happened in 2010. I think it was about April 2010. So it was pretty fresh off uh, Parramatta being so close to being relevant for the first time mm. in a long time. So, uh, yeah, I, I, st- I think I spoke about this in my podcast the other day. I remember coming home from footy training and seeing it and just thinking, like, oh, I honestly thought when I first saw it, I thought this will be the end of Melbourne. Like, I don't know if they can come back from this. And, like, they, they won a comp two years later. Just insane. Yeah. Unbelievable. And I mean, obviously, soul crushing if you're a Parramatta Eels fan because, yeah, that's fucked, isn't it? Absolutely. It's a soul crushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah so, many, so many players whose careers just are lacking that, that shine and light. And if you're an Eels, Eels fan as well, fuck, it's just a, another, what's another 10 years of heartbreak? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck them. Well, the question there was uh, the top try scorer, uh, Brett Morris. Crazy to think that was 2009. He would have played a full season in 2021. Like, tell me he wouldn't have finished a top three, you know? Like, it's just insane to think about his career. Well, the Twins had an absolute fucking cracker of a season in 2009, Mm. I think. So, BMO's got 25 and Josh got 22. And that was Josh's first year at Canterbury too, I think. Just ludicrous. They were yeah. just shredding teams. And I, I'm get like, this is at their, their peak, you know, when they're both super quick. Like, they just had pace on their side. Like, some of the highlights I saw with BMOZ, once he was maybe a step or two behind or in front of the, the defender, he was gone. It, it, was, it was fucking see you later. Off to the races. Super, super quick, yeah. I think um, I don't think he'll be overly relevant when it comes to our draft here, but I think my favourite story of 2009 would have to be Brett Finch on Grand Final day. Have you heard this one? Talk to me, Goose. So he was uh, he was with Parramatta to start the season, you'll remember, and then during the year when Parramatta was going like an absolute bustard, he made the move to the Melbourne Storm. And then, of course, Parramatta plays the Melbourne Storm in the Grand Final. Now, because Finchie was part of both squads... He was getting a match payment for a win and a match payment for a loss, and he was getting a grand final ring either way. Unbelievable. What? Yeah, shit. Okay. All right. Nice. I didn't realize about the, the ring either way, no matter yeah. how he finished. That's amazing. Full 30 squad got a ring that year, and he, and he was part of it uh, at the time. They, they, they essentially just uh, released him and let his like, like left his, his spot go, essentially. So, wow. it was, yeah, Finchie was playing for... All he had to do was step on the field to get, I think it was like 25 or 30 grand or something, which is insane. That's such a a Finch story. Do you know what I mean? That's such a Finchy story. Just things just happen. Would only happen to one bloke. Exactly, yeah. It's such, yeah, Finch-esque. 
for sure. All right, Wooker, 2009, what comes to mind when you think about this season? Uh, what comes to mind is, I know the Hayne playing, um, Izzy playing his first season with the Bronx. Mm. Um, you had the Corey Parker and a few other players coming up at the lock position. You've got Craig Fitzgibbon finishing off his career and, and then... Well, it's it was a change of the guard in some respects to some of the um, some of the front rowers as well. So you've got like old, older boys like Steve Price and um, Roy Asatasi, but then you got the the new the new kids on the block like Benny Hennett and all that coming through. So yeah, it's um, it, it was a, it was a pretty close and pretty good season. I thought it was it was obviously the big thing for me is you know eighth spot Parramatta making it to the mm. grand final. Um, it would have pretty... been the first time in first time in history that the um, eighth eighth place team win the win the, the chocolates. And pretty much off the back of one player really. He was mm. he was in scintillating form and obviously with this year talking about Tom Travojevic's form and, you know, conversations going on about, you know, is it better than Haynes' uh, form? Is it better than Ben Barber's? Do you know what I mean? So you really, in that conversation, you're only talking about three blokes, and in in my opinion, it's it probably you know Tom Travojevic eclipsed those guys, but it wasn't anything short of amazing watching Jared Hayne and what he was able to do on the football field in 2009, especially towards the back end of the season. Thoughts, Guru? Well, um, that's the thing. Can you guys hear me, all? Yeah, gotcha. Um, that's the thing about. Uh, that season with, with Hainsey, uh, you know, he, I think he got man of the match in, I think it was seven of the last 10 games and something else to consider. He won the Dally M with 30 points. Uh, Jonathan Thurston, he finished second on 27. So if it wasn't for that incredible run from Hainsey, Thurston would have won his fifth. Well, he, he would have had five Dally M's at the end of that season, which is pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, mm. that's ridiculous. That is wild. He just flipped a switch, didn't he? Hain, it was, yeah, it was great. They, he had spiders on him. They couldn't touch him. He was chip-kicking chip over the top. He was stepping seven, eight blokes in, in a run. He was just doing whatever he liked. It was it was godlike. But another thing, so obviously when you start diving into a season and you know you start getting flashbacks of the season, especially 2009 because it's, it's something that we can all sort of remember. 2000 was a little bit hard to fucking remember what happened, but... Mm. Um, you know, like Luke Burt and his goal kicking for Parramatta was fantastic. Jamie Soward having an absolute blinder of a season as well. Obviously, JT coming on and just having a really good season for the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys weren't really a great side at the time. Um, yeah, there was definitely there was definitely some really, really big bright sparks in 2009. And probably, probably not as exciting as the 2000 season. I, I think there was probably more... Highlights in the highlights package for 2000, but um, it's it's all surrounded with the Eels and Hayne for 2009 for mine. Yeah, I think the other one that stands out for me here, obviously we spoke about the Melbourne Storm, they went on to win the comp, but this was the year that GI played 5-8, and I'm not sure if you remember, but he started the season with the big heavy beard. He just looked like bigger, bigger than every other player in the competition at that point. And that was the year when he was putting up, you know, the big spiral bombs that he was doing. And it was like watching a um, NFL punter. It's one season I always remember from GI. And of course he kicked off that season. I think it was round one where he, he almost put Jamie Soward into like the third row of the crowd. I'm pretty sure that's 2009. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Imagine being part or being on the wrong end of that highlight. 
No. Mate. <laughs> 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 poor Sowie. Especially yeah. if it is 2009. It's probably the smallest boat next to fucking Matty Bowen. But the thing is, like, 2009, he, he had a fantastic season, Jamie, and, you know, like, some of his highlights were just, like, unbelievable. But the only thing people are showing from him in 2009 is just getting absolutely poleaxed. I mean, he was nine mm. foot in the air at one point. <laughs> just ragged on him. Play then, like Jamie Sowell, like, Wayne Banner built his entire game plan. It was almost like rugby union. Just get a penalty in their half and we'll just take the two points. Yep. Time, yeah. time again. It was incredible. Yeah. And also, very different, to, very different to his strategies when it was coach of the Broncos back in the day. What probably, I found with because little Alfie didn't give him a chance to go for the two. What I found with, uh, of course, Wooker's bringing it back to the Broncos. Nice one, bro. I like how you circle back around there. Um, the thing with Soward was, he was just this change of pace. Like, he was so quick off the mark. Like, could have been a mm. beach sprinter. Could have been. Maybe he was. Cook-esque. He, he was, I remember, I think it was Gus used to say he was the fastest guy um, over 40 metres, and he didn't run often, but when he did, yeah, he, was gone. He, he would just move. Yeah. I'm yep. just having a look through the origin squads of 2009, and good God, we had some rogue players in our teams just quietly. Tom Leroy, Lars, Justin Poor, um, Peter Wallace was a starting halfback for the first oh, game. I like Peter Wallace, but um, tough going up against those guys. The wingers, James McManus, David Williams, Joel Monaghan. James um, McManus. Kirk Gidley was a skipper at fullback. We were a <laughs> This is actually the season that uh, Craig Bellamy was the coach as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, that is a throw-together team, isn't it? And then you have a look at the the Queensland team. They had about two changes all series, and that was it. Incredible. Just weapon yeah. upon weapon. This was just yep. mid-dominance. Just this was this was just at the near the peak of the dominance, wasn't it? Yeah. Boys, their their eighteenth man in game three, so he wasn't the eighteenth man in game one and game two. They just brought him into game three for a bit of experience. Cooper Cronk, <laughs> the premiership <laughs> half back that year. <laughs> Don't, just sit there, Cooper. We'll call you if we need you. Yep. We're good. Fuck, so good. All right, boys, we've had a chat about some players. It'll be interesting to see how he's going draft, but let's let's get into it. Are you telling me that you built a time machine? Oh, shit, dog. You've got to come back with me. i got an errand to run in and a whole different this dimension. This baby hits 88 miles per hour. You're going to see some serious shit. Marshall got rid of Brady. Went around Robson. the question. He's got the What if? Let's get on with a rubdown. Oh, fuck yeah. So, obviously, snake draft, three men. I'll be picking first. Wook, your two. Fucking shock me. Good God. Guru, you'll be three. <laughs> and that's how it's going to play out. So, I'm up first. And shock me, it's going to be Jared Hayne at fullback for me. All right. Now, nailed it down. So, I mean, seriously, in this season, especially towards the back end, he's averaging 90-plus in today's game, right? Yeah, there's no, there's, no, there's no real other pick one, to be honest. And imagine... And as we know, draft, it, it's the back end that counts, and it's it's probably the best back end of all time, surely. Imagine mm. imagine having Hainsey coming into your finals, and he is just on another planet of talent. Like, he, there's yeah. no one even close to him. Not only that, we're talking about a game now that has less interchange. You're going to have more tired bodies out there. What's he going to do to them? Oh, yeah. There's the, and, like, the amount of tackle breaks and, and line breaks he'd be getting is just insane. Yep. And just thinking off the top of my head, I could be wrong, but I think the last game of the regular season, which would have been Supercoach Grand Final, is that game against the Dragons where 
I think on one play, he probably scores 60 points just quietly, that try against the Dragons. Oh, I know the one. <laughs> yep. He literally, yeah. he was he was crabbing across field to find players he hadn't busted a tackle with. It was like <laughs> pointing at blokes like, oh, I haven't got you yet, and running over and just palming them. He would have got 15 tackle breaks in that run. Unbelievable. So I'm looking good, boys. Wook, what do you got? All right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go JT. Yeah. So Thurston... Um, I think he'd be averaging something in the north north of 80 in that today's game, probably higher. And, yeah, I think he's he was just a freak. He did everything, goal kicking, um, try assists. He scored a, scored a fair few tries in the season himself. So yeah. well, I've got some stats here for you, Wook. So he got 11 tries and kicked 79 out of 99 at 80%. Cleary for 2021 got 10 tries, kicked 94 out of 110, so 85%. What did Cleary average in 2021? Like nearly, nearly, yeah, nearly 100? So you in in that ballpark, I'm thinking for JT. It's it's it, it's all signs pointing to yes. So um yeah, Thurston. There was always there was always getting him for the second pick. I think. <sighs> Lovely. All right, Guru. Now I, I, I sort of always felt those two would be the top two, and I sort of I'm looking at my three and four, and I feel like there's a few ways that you could go here. Um, I've sort of gone for a more higher ceiling, guys. Uh. First one, just because he was kicking so many fucking goals the entire season, I've gone for Jamie Soward. Oh, yeah, he would have been my next pick. He would have been my next pick. No, he wouldn't have got They were just, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't score a heap of tries, but he, he laid on a heap and he was, when, when he did run, he, he would have stacked on a heap of points and he I reckon he would kick upward of an average of probably four or five goals a game. So um, I've got Sowie right up there. The other one, I'm going to partner him with um, another... I'm going to pick a guy at seven. I'm going to go with Benji here, Benji Marshall. Benji Marshall. Yeah. Goal kicking uh, at the Tigers. It was just starting to come into his own there, Benji Marshall. I like that. That's a lovely pairing. Yeah, I mm. mean, Soward, what did he kick? He, I've got it here. Kicked 90 goals. Scored 12 tries as well. Yeah. Who so knows how many he set up? Like, he had it on a string, that ball. Yeah. No, that's Well, considering that, that's what half is. As Brett Morris, and he was the top try scorer. We'll take that. Yep. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Look, I think Benji played 5-8 all year, but I'm going to give you Benji. Oh, do we do, do we want to allow it? Because I can go elsewhere. What do you think, Whoop? Ah, uh, give it to him. Yeah, fuck it. That's fine. That's not like... good because I hadn't thought through my elsewhere. So <laughs> I personally wanted to see you fucking scramble, but anyway, oh, let's move on. Oh, well. Wook, what do you got for us? Um, it's a it's a tough one. Um, Don't you dare! I <laughs> what? Come on. Um, uh, I, I, I have to admit, I had everything planned around going um going back <laughs> salad. <laughs> so fucked. Um, I love to see yeah, you scramble. It's good. Yeah, I know. Um, like I mean, Cam Smith's hard hard to go past. To be honest, Smithy. Smithy yeah. on. He got got a few got a few tries got a few tries himself. High base, goal kicking, strong team. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, true. What have I got for him? I've got some stats here for him. Yeah, Smithy, three tries, kicked sixty five goals from ninety seventy two percent. Yeah, I mean, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong there. All right, I'm going to go. I've got two picks here. I'm going to go Greg Inglis in my centres. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. CTW. Ooh. Nice pick. I like it. Uh, he scored, what did he have? Greg the 16 tries. And to go with each one of those tries, you're looking at four tackle breaks, a line break. I mean, seriously. Oh, yeah. He was in. This is when he was, like you said earlier, Guru. He was a man playing amongst boys. Like he was just visibly just superior, physically superior to everyone else. It was like that kid who's who's about nine years old playing under eights. It was noticeably different. Yep. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was scary. Fucking scary. Okay. Hmm. So what do you got a fullback and a CTW? Yeah, fucking interesting. The halves are looking mm. very. I'm gonna go Robbie Farah at nine. Oh fuck! <laughs> Nicely done. So Farah had a fantastic season. He was. He, he was I, throwing him down. I don't know why you didn't go. Farah scored eight tries in 2009. Had an am, a fantastic season. So yep, Farah at nine for me. I'll be honest with you, I only had two hookers written down and they're already gone. So at least I've got plenty of time to scramble and find another one. Mate, but you're I thought Barrett would get to me. Okay. You're Chaos. in Barty Rubble. Walk, you're up. Uh, well, he scored He scored 90 there that season. Surely he can go higher. Big Gal. Gal, he's not getting 90. In pretty pretty, game, pretty, sure. base, pretty, pretty base heavy there. Actually, I'm not going to change my pick. Oh, I'm going to go... Okay. I'm going to go, are we going how they play in that year with today's rules or yeah. just the you player? listen or what? No, I don't, I don't. Well, um, welcome to the podcast, Wooker. All right, I'm going to go, It's this is a vibe pick. I'm going Matty Bowen. Oh, oh wow. Nice. Okay. okay. Mate, I didn't even have him on my list. Yeah. That's because you're you're picking first and you're at home. <laughs> Well, I've got three fullbacks, and Matty Bowen ain't one of them. Okay. Uh, back around to me, Matty Bowen from the fucking clouds. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go... That's where Wooker fucking lives. Go... <laughs> I'm going to go Corey Parker. Yeah, nice. Corey Parker in the second row. Uh, I'm going to leave Hooker for now. Uh, I've got Sowie, so I might pair him up with... Uh, I might pair him up with Brett Morris, boys. I'll take the top try scorer there. B-Morris. CTWs. Nice. Yeah, nice little stack there with the Dragons. Yes. Actually, um, Corey Parker had a really good season. So me and Walker were talking about this the other day when we were doing the podcast about Corey Parker, Dave Ferner, Fitzy. Um, never scored that many tries, but in this season, 2009, Parker scored five, which is... That's fucking amazing. Good whack. Yeah. He might as well have scored 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as hard for him. All right, Wook, back to you, brother. Let's see let's, let's see another rogue pick. Oh, I've got I've got plenty of them. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back to um, the old mate, 
Craig Fitzgibbon. Oh shit! I wanted him. Yeah, yeah well, good. that's what that's what happens when you start throwing jackets, mate. You're gonna so. Get <laughs> Let's listen to it. So this was um this was his last season, Fitzy, but still what did he do? He scored I think he scored three tries still, kicked a bunch of goals, kicking at seventy five percent. I mean, an absolute weapon. Um we were talking about Fitzy in our last podcast, Guru, and in the two thousand two grand final, what was his base power walker? Like eighty something? Oh yeah, it was eighty three. <laughs> and that's just ridiculous. Wow. He he scored a try and he he would have kicked four or five goals, wouldn't he? Yeah, had like 22 runs. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And most most of those runs were over eight metres. And yeah, it was just hectic. Right. It's back to me with a double pick. What have I got? Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Right. (laughs) I'm going to go... As soon as we're going down the 2RF... Fuck your team's looking handy at the moment, just quietly. Yeah, it does look mm. sexy. Looks I'm peering sexy. over the fence and I'm a bit rattled. Yeah, it looks very <laughs> sexy. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Hindmarsh in my back back row. Oh, he's gone base. Yeah, I reckon he gets 65 in pure base every every game. Um, and this is sort of like when he's when he was humming Nathan Hindmarsh, he was doing everything. And then I'm going to back that up with... Mm, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Mick Jennings from the Panthers. Uh, 17 tries. And this is when Mick Jennings was fucking hard to handle. Big, powerful, strong. Hey? Before he was pissed Yeah, or maybe <laughs> maybe he was. That's why he's so good. Either way, weapon. Mate, I reckon Nathan Hindmarsh in the modern game, he would give away more six agains than just about any other player in the fucking competition, just quietly. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. King Flopperella, third yeah. man in. Oh, yeah, third man in. You get a tackle every time you flop on someone, though. It's one point. He gets he gets <laughs> 45 points in flops a game. <sighs> Walker. Isn't, he, isn't he criminally underrated, Hindmarsh? Like, everyone just sees he him is, as, uh, as a funny guy. Everyone forgets how much of a fucking freak he was. Uh, just well, crazy he was, good. He was, he was voted most underrated player as many times as Anasta was voted the most overrated player. That's I think it was, and to be honest, like, I think it was like six or seven years in a row for, for both. It yeah. was pretty ridiculous. And uh, it's harder to stay as the most underrated than the most overrated too, I think. Mm. And we'll yeah, go, we were talking actually, about yeah. we we're talking about Fitz and how how well he went with his uh, runs over eight meters. When did you ever see Nathan Hindmarsh make a run that was under eight meters? Yeah, yeah, yeah doesn't, happen. doesn't happen. So, all right, boys, that's me. What did I go? Mick Jennings, Hindmarsh, Walker, you back up. All right, mate. Well, um, do I do I go another rogue pick? Yes, I guess I desperately want I vote. Another rogue I vote pick. yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna go. Gonna go safety. I'm gonna go gal, gal. Yeah, big gal. I mean, he was playing 80 minutes at lock, and we know what gal was about, wasn't it? Just give me the ball and give me the ball me the often. Ball. He was stepping yep. in front of blokes. Yep, he was. He was ridiculously good for super coach. Yep, yep. He's he's not going to get you too many high ceiling scores, but yeah, he would definitely get you a decent average. Mate, safe backup captain, no doubt. Yep. 100%. Guru. 
Okay, um, I'm going to go with a CTW. I'm surprised he's still sitting here. I'm going to go with Israel Folau. Yeah, that's Is nice. he? He was tearing it up almost as much as Hayne. He yeah, was absolutely killing was, it. I think I just saw 18 tries for Izzy that season. So uh, we will happily – 17 tries. Sorry, 17. 17 tries from 19 games. So a pretty good whack there for Israel. No stranger to a tackle break as well. Um, then for my next pick, I'm going to go for – um, go CT. I'll leave you blokes. I've already got fullbacks. I'll leave that. I'm going to go for a second rower. I'm going to go with uh, High Mush is gone. I'm going to go with a base stack. I'm going to go with Dallas Johnson. Oh, oh he was that. on my list. He was on my list. I like that. Dallas Johnson, second row to partner Corey Parker at the moment. How good was Dallas Johnson? I think there was one State of Origin game where he made 65 or 70 tackles. Like He had such a good technique as well. Just a tackle a minute. That's mm. fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think we were talking about it the other day. I, I think what you guys were talking about, like, how long would he survive in the modern game? He got concussed every yeah every 15 minutes, essentially. Like, it, it was it was, it was was hard. Like, you, you got to appreciate that and whatnot. Obviously, it was a different time, but fucking it'd be hard to watch nowadays. Yeah. yeah doing the tough stuff each week. Nice. Nice pick. All right. On to, on to me. Um, there's two that I'm tossing up between, but um, fuck you. You hate a centre wing walk. I, I look to be honest. Yeah, fine. I, I'll go. I'll go. Luke Burt. He um he was top try scorer for the Eels, and he was goal kicking as well at a pretty good clip. So yeah, there was. Luke this Burt. is an interesting stat for Luke Burt. So there was two times where he scored. I think it was or four tries. Yeah, four tries and eight from eight goals. Something crazy like yeah. that. Like, twice he did that. So imagine that in Supercoach. And it was um, it was CTW and fullback Jewel. Jewel. Well, he would have been. So that's Sexy. that's a nice little nice little pickup. It always rattles me when you see those pictures of Luke Burt from the early part of his career and he's got the long, blonde, flowing hair. <laughs> yeah, and then you get to the back end when the hair starts to go and he's had to shave it off. Gets me every time. All right, so I'm back up. Mm. Well, if Wooker hates CTWs, then I fucking hate halves. So <laughs> I, I'm going to go back to back and sort this out. I'm going to go Campisi at 5'8". You fuck with I, 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 it. And I'm going to go it. Scotty Prince at half. Oh, lovely. Double fuck with it. <laughs> so Campisi had right. a fantastic season. Four tries, kicked 56 goals. Scotty Prince, what about this? Seven tries and 77 goals from 99, kicking at 78%. Thanks for coming. Was this the uh, was this the year that Campisi absolutely brained it, or was that the year before? I, I, that was one standout season in his career. Was it this one? I, I can't remember if it was this one or if it was 2008. I think, I think it was 2008. Yeah. Because I think this was, this was sort of the, um, the surgence of... Um, What's old mate who got the DLM the year after this? TC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not, not TC. Um, to- yeah, Tokani. Yeah. Yeah. This so is the year was- that, um, that Campisi, he played game one of Origin. They, they they lost it and then Bellamy dropped him and he, he never played again. Yeah, that's a that's a crying shame. I think I, I, I think his game is it lends itself really well to Supercoach. Big body, plenty of base. Had a fantastic step on him. Um, really smart eyes up footballer. 
I had mm. him uh, I had him on the podcast last year, and he spoke about you know that one game where he, he scores three or four and he kicks about ten goals. Yeah, uh, he was talking about like before the game. He reckons it was freezing cold in Canberra, like didn't take the trackies and the gloves off for warm up. He was like, I didn't even really want to play that day. None of us did. And then we got out there and we just, I just couldn't drop a fucking ball. No one could tackle me. It was just, he's like, it came in the weirdest circumstances. He didn't feel like coming in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's um. sometimes it just clicks, doesn't it? Mm. So I've heard. It's like me. It's like me every year on draft day. Just click, click, oh, click, whatever. baby. Whatever. Um, all right. Well, it's back to me. I don't really need to sort out how my. Oh, actually, I need to put your your picks down. I'm too busy vibing on the. That's right. Um, I'm writing down bit. as well. I knew you'd fuck oh, yeah. it up. I knew you'd fuck it up. So I, I'm backing you up. Who was your it's half? Pick? M of the podcast. You can do it all. Yeah, that's it, baby. <laughs> that's it. Come on, mate. Jesus. Scotty Prince. Scotty Prince. Yes, that was that was who we're all talking about. You now. It's your pick. Um, all right. Well, I've I need a couple of center wings. I need a couple of front rowers, which I'm not going to bother with. And I'm going to go. So Dallas Johnson's view on. I'm going to go another another guy who's a bit of a base base guy, but he's got a bit of attacking upside. Um, David Stagg. Oh, he's I love first, that pick. First year with his with the doggies, and I think he'll go quite well. Yeah. I mean, so with the the NRL Supercoach Stats website, they do have averages on the site uh, for 2009. And the one thing that I can see translating to today's game is these base-heavy guys. So they had, what did they have Stag at? Stag, 79 average. I mean, and he had a bit of attack and upside in him as well. So yeah. close to the line. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he's played lock most of the season, I think. Yep. Yeah. Well, he, he actually got Dallium Lock of the Year, and considering mm. Gallon, Corey Parker, pretty good knock. Mm. Absolutely. We yep. had Glenn Stewart and, and oh, yeah, mate, he had all of them. Yeah. Watmo a was a lot. No, yeah. nah, Watmo was still at the um, Manly. All right, Guru, what do you got? Um, boys, have I missed it, or is Josh Morris still sitting out there? He's still oh, out yeah, there, yeah. brother. Yeah, still yeah. out there. I'm going to take Jay Moz in the centres. Wow. He paired him with his brother. Got nice, brothers. I like. The this, Morris boys. This is very pleasing to the eye. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying my CTWs at the moment. They're looking pretty sweet. Um, my other pick, what have I got? I've got a second row. I've got another CTW. Um, oh, do I dare look at the front rowers, boys? Yeah, go on, do <laughs> it. You won't. <laughs> no, I'm a fucking coward. I'm well aware of that. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's have a look. I'm going to go for, in my second row, um, probably a little bit of a wild card here. Love it. But oh, which one am I going to go? Um, tossing up two second rowers. I'm going to take uh, Ryan Hoffman from the Melbourne Storm. Ooh, really? Hoffy. I would, he wasn't even on my list. We'll play. Right, left edge, the specialist could hit a hole. Mm. Nice. Well, you boys are all stacked up with your two RFs. Yeah, I, th- I think he was the first try scorer in the grand final that year, Ryan Hoffman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. Do too much for me in Supercoach, but uh, <laughs> anyway, it's a nice little, nice little stat throw out there. All right, Wook, all what right. do you got? I'm going to go one of the best goal kickers of all time, 
in my CTW spot. He scored 13 tries that season. And look, to be honest, he was always, he's a better winger than people remember because everyone remembers the goal kicking, but he was a fantastic winger and he was also a good fullback when he did fill in there. So, yep, I'm going to go El Magic. El Magic. 48 points that year. Wow. Yep. 14 tries too. That's, the, I mean, that's that's nothing. That could be at. the biggest sleeper of the draft, just quietly. Yeah, that I cannot nice. believe that I waited this long and still got him. Half it goes. Yeah, yeah no, that's a bed shitting by the rest of us, just quietly. That's no. pretty impressive. That's all right. Well, I don't have to touch my two RFs because you boys are all stacked, which is really good. So I might just have a look at the CTWs here. What have we got going on? <laughs> I'm going to go The Beast, Manu Vatavai. Oh, that's a good pick. I like him. That's that's a vibe pick if I've ever seen one. Yep, 13 <laughs> tries, 10 billion tackle busts. Um, he was just... What did he, what did he average in Supercoach that season? Uh, so, it's funny because, like, back then, if you remember, like, CTWs just, didn't, just never got big points. So, yeah, he averaged 52, but, like, Greg Inglis was 61. Right. So if you're in the 50s, like Josh Morris got 56, uh, B-Moz got 52 as mm. well, same as Beast. So if you're in the 50s, you're a decent CTW. Nice. So Beast, and then I've got another pick. I'm going to go... What are we looking at here? A couple of the big ones have been taken. Fuck the Morris boys, they went. That pissed me off. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jamie Lyon. I was looking at him. I was looking at him. And he would be CTW five eight eligible as well. Scored nine tries. We know how good Jamie Lyon is. I mean, yeah, he's just one of those eyes up, perfect football players, just naturally gifted. Um, it says he scored. He averaged fifty, but in today's game, you know, he's up there. Mm. Yeah. No, absolutely. So that's my CTWs done and dusted. How good! Mm-hmm. Well, I can. Um, well, actually, I can't say you've got to pick one more, don't you? No, I got I got the beast and Jamie Lyon. No, no, no. Guru, Guru's need to pick one more. Yeah, I've got CTW. one more to go. I've got oh, my okay. eyes on someone. <laughs> oh, Steely Wook. Um, I'm going to go left field. Mm. Um, Shock me. Makes me super confident. <laughs> I'm going to go left field. Daddy, um, I might get drafted here. Yeah, yeah, you're up. You're up. <laughs> no, it's purely because of the nickname, David the Wolfman. Wolfman? Oh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, he was top try scorer for Manly that season, and, yeah, he was always always in there doing a bit of the tough stuff. Not as many tucker breaks as you would have liked, but, yeah, he's he's an exciting player. Another one I didn't have on my list. Yeah. From the clouds again. Hey, mate, I, I love those <laughs> picks. Oh, all right, Guru, talk to me, son. Um... For my last CTW, uh, another one that I think has been slept on pretty heavily. I've obviously got Benji Marshall at seven, so I'm going to go with uh, Taniella Tuwaki. Yeah, nice. Ooh, he got yeah. center of the year, didn't That's he? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 21 tries, I believe. Uh, so I That's... will take that to the bank. I've got my fair whack of try scorers here. That's, um, that's a bit of fair shit at that moment for us, Nutty. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what, what could I, I, left, I left him because I couldn't pronounce his name. 
Uh, I was hoping you drafted leave the, him. Leave, leave the pronunciations to me. Well, was... I didn't draft him. <laughs> there was only one <laughs> cunt on this podcast <laughs> that was going to draft him. That's the yeah, only one that can uh, pronounce that, his name. That's why I didn't uh, draft Cameron Smith either. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my my next pick, um, I need a hooker, but you blokes have already got your hookers. I need a fullback. You blokes have already got your fullback. So I'm going to take the first front rower and... Um, I'm going to go for a little bit of upside. Now, this is when I think he was one of the premier front rowers in our game. I'm going to take Adam Blair in the front row. Ooh, Melbourne shit. Storm, Adam Blair. That is from the clouds as well. Yeah, I have to admit, I didn't see that one coming. But Mate, Adam Blair with the Melbourne Storm, he, he left there as the best front rower in the game. Mate, it, I'll be honest, I didn't even look into him because when I saw his name, I was thinking of the Adam Blair that has three runs in 80 minutes. <laughs> Hey, do yourself a favour. Go, go go back and watch him at the Melbourne Storm. I can understand why the Tigers paid over for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, all right, we'll you back up. All right. Well, I'm going to print. I'm going to give the pronunciation a go because mm-hmm. I, I love I love the boat. Now, Phil, Phil, Moi, Moi. He's a fucking ledge. Phooey, Phooey, Moi, Moi. Love to, love to try. It's fun to write down too. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, big fella. I mean, he's never getting under 55 points. I don't care what game he plays. He was just all run, all tackle, all aggression. Mm. Love him. I'm going to go... I'm going to go bang, bang. Two front rowers. Get it out of the way. I'm going to go... Ben Hannant. Ooh. Wasn't he um, front row of the year? Yep. Yeah. Uh, they have him down as averaging 70. And uh, was averaging 57 minutes as well. I'll go, and I'm going to partner him with Stevie Price. So they have Steve Price down at a 70 average with 58 minutes as well. So both of those boys got three tries for the season. So a big, the Polar Bear and Pricey front rows for me. So it's interesting um, our draft strategy has gone from just... We're now just picking players where we don't have to pick against each other now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Not so I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to be going a front row. Yeah, I'll probably fill a front row. I don't <laughs> need the other ones. But in saying that, I honestly couldn't care less who I get in the front row next. Yeah. Um, mm. who, who, who are you going walk? What's your plan? Oh, I was probably just going to go 70 cents a litre. Petrol. Yeah, Put him in. So what do you think he averaged? Uh, I would say like mid fifties, maybe. Ah, sixty-six out of fifty-five really? minutes. Yep. Wow. Really? Had a really good season. There's I, a there's a couple of other blokes here that surprised the fuck out of me in the front row that had really good seasons. So it's going to be interesting to see who Guru takes for his second pick. That's not that's not who I thought. That's not where I thought he'd play. Okay. Yeah, big minutes too. Like fifty-five minutes on average is huge for a big blow like him. Uh, what page you're looking at to be able to see? where all these good ones went, because I'm shooting absolute duck eggs over here trying to find <laughs> a decent fucking front rower. Um, hmm. Roy Asatasi. Nah, you can do better Where, where, where Matt, was Roy Matt, that one? He, he was at the Rabbitohs, wasn't he, by then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at the Rabbitohs, yeah. so he was, he was on the down. Don't um, listen to Walker, I'm whatever you do. Go... Oh, you took Steve Price. Um, good God. I'm going to go for, from the 
Dragons, I'm going to go for uh, Mick Wayman. Oh, yeah. Mick nice. Wayman. Oh, God. Jeez, wasn't he a scary yeah. man? I'll tell you a couple that you was missed out on. Like, what? He what was... was Mick Wayman was about fi- between 50 and 55, but I'll tell you a couple of blokes that you missed out on that had really yeah, good seasons. Yeah. Luke Bailey from the Gold Coast Titans. Yep. 64. Um, Luke Douglas, 61. Oh, was he Was he at the um, the Titans? Cronulla at that point. Cronulla at that point, right. And Big Coltrane, 55. Oh, I looked at Dave Taylor. He's oh. a prison, isn't he? Do you know how many tries Dave Taylor scored in 2009? Oh, I, I, I sort of thought he didn't play too many games. That's why I left him out. How, how, how did he go? How many meeties? Five in the front row. Not like he played on games. I reckon, mate, Dave Taylor in today's game, when he was fit, when he was when he was sort of at the peak of his fitness, would absolutely destroy it. He could have been a more agile junior Paulo. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. That's yeah. oh, saying a lot. I think you had junior Paulo covered. Oh, yeah. I think so. For skills. skills. For skills. So for far sure. and far. But Luke Bailey surprised me because I just thought, when I think back to Luke Bailey, I think, oh, just a bit of a plotter. But he, he averaged 60 minutes a game. Yeah. Now, is that my is that my first pick or my second pick? You've gone. Did I only go one? That's, that's, fir- that's your first pick. First pick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so you got fullback and a nine. Fullback and nine. Um. Fullback, I'm torn between two blokes. Yeah, I, um, I can I can guess which two. I know I know which ones they are. So that's just let's just well open the door. Slater's one of them. I guess that's Obviously. one. Huh? I reckon uh, you're thinking at, Kirk Gillies. No, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking at Carmichael. I've got a obviously Ooh. I've got his route layout, so that'd be a good little combo. But I think I have to go Slater. I think he scored 18 tries that year. Mm, so he did. Um, I can't yeah, believe Walker didn't pick Slater. That's just crazy. No, but I mean Bowen's one of my favourite players. Like he, hey, it... hey Natty, to, to be completely honest with you, if Matty Bowen was on the table, I would take Slater still though. Yeah, so no would I. About. So would yeah. I. If Bowen was on the board, I would still take Carmichael Hunt there as well. I would like take I Kurt said, Gidley over Matt Bowen. I like I said, like I said, I had three fullbacks written down: Hayne, Gidley, and Slater. Gidley admit, must have had a, a a pretty good season. If you're all keen on him, was he goal kicking? Five tries, seventy goals. Yeah, right. Goal kicker that helps. 82 percent clip too. Mm. Is Kurt Gidley the greatest? player as far as being good at a heap of shit but great at nothing yeah mm-hmm. i get what you mean yeah. like yeah. He, he was he was just he real was the ultimate utility what about yeah, ultimate utility what about the cab chassis on him probably still has a good oh, yeah. cab chassis fuck, like, yeah, him. fuck he did oh 100%. those arms were just huge vascular <laughs> okay, no. um, um all right so Wooker, you're up all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go rogue again. You know how I love to go rogue. I, I bad mouthed earlier. The most overrated player in the game, Brayson Astor, at five eight. Fuck, that is a terrible Ooh. pick. That is a that is bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, my my hands tre- trembling just writing his name. <laughs> Mate, uh, imagine Jonathan Thurston arriving uh, arriving to training, realizing he's partnered <laughs> with fucking Braith. Mm. Good God! Oh, I've got to put some rockies in there. Yeah, you do have. Well, I, I don't think 
Guru, I don't think we have to worry there's, about going up against Wook this week with the best team. I think it's going to be me and you again. Hey, look, there's some, there's some highlights and there's some definite lowlights. I've got, I've got some absolute class in there, but guys like um, the Wolfman, Bowen, and um, fucking Anasta's not going to help, is it? Can't wait to see the, the general public just fucking <laughs> chew your team to pieces. Mate. They do, the love, they do love to give that. it to you too. You're just feeding them. Oh, mate. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I've got my back rowers to sort out here. One is going to be Anthony LaFranchi. Yep, he was always going to go. Who went massive this year. He scored, what did he score, five tries. They had him down for a 72 average, played 80 minutes. He was a State of Origin player as well this year, I'm pretty sure, from memory. Um, and I'm going to partner him with... Let me have a look. Trent Waterhouse. Oh, yeah. That's a Another State of Origin player. And they had him at 76 average. Oh. So, nice. My team is done and dusted, boys. Did you say Trent Waterhouse at 76? Yeah. I can't understand where he's... He's got probably 72 of those in tackles. Has to, oh, yeah. God. Captain, captain of the Penny Panthers. Jeez, oh. they've come up way, haven't they? Far cool. out. Mm. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. All right, well, talk to me, son. You got one pick, CTW. Uh, I'm going to go Justin Hodges. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. they had Justin him. Just to, to round it out. They had him at a decent average of 54 too, and he only scored yeah. three tries, so plenty of base. I mean. Yeah, and he's he's always really hard to handle. He always beats the first first defender. So loves a scoot out of dummy half. Yeah, I think he, he probably averaged more meters from dummy half than any hooker going around. What percentage of his total runs do you think are out of dummy half? 90 percent. <laughs> Can we go? Mate, the absolute king of beating the first marker too. Yeah, never stood a fucking chance. Yeah, and I mean seriously for super coach, how sexy is that? You just know he's going in dummy half. You're gonna get, you're gonna get a tackle break straight up, as soon as he moves. Yeah, nice pick. That's one of your better all ones. Right. Is that you done and dustable? We're all, me done, we're all done. You've got okay. one pick, nine, a hooker. Right. So I've got hooker. Um, my, Mick Ennis was the first one that came to mind. Um, yeah. I think he did pretty well in the Dally M charts. I've gone a little bit rogue here. Um, I'm going to pick him, and he played a number of games at hooker. I think he would have been dual position hooker, second row. I'm going to go with Alan Tung from the Canberra Raiders. Love this pick. Love yeah, this pick. But I didn't have on my board. I didn't even consider. I'll tell you what else I've discovered as we're going through this podcast. I don't even think I looked at a Titans team list because you guys have come up with some absolute fucking gems. Yeah, from so the team. You've missed you've missed uh, uh, Nathan Friend as well. He, he yeah, he. Oh, I, I think he really went well. Then I was oh, I, yeah. I ended up going with tongue over him, but I reckon it's the first time I've looked at a Titans team list. Good, like fuck, they were handy, weren't they? Yeah, mm. big time. I mean, so they made the finals this year, but the following year, so 2010, that's that year that mate they were making a run for the grand final, and I think it was the Roosters that just yeah, they pipped lost them. To the yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, this is the this is peak Titans era, you know, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So they had a great team. How are you well, feeling, Wook? Okay, over there. We're done. Oh, mate, I'm I'm stoked. I'm happy with my team apart from two. Look, You'll have to so, laminate some uh, name tags over there for the first training session. Listen, listen to this. <laughs> listen to this, everybody. So I'm just going to pick some some 
some some belts easy, here easy, from Walker. Easy words, easy words, Matt right. Bowen at fullback. <laughs> then we've got Wolfman in uh, the CTWs along with Luke Burt and Hazamel Masri. Brayton Naster at six. Luke Burt was close to the top scorer of the season, mate. Yeah, but he would have had fuck all in runs and, and, and tackles, everything else. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah. Else. I also don't think Brayton Astor would have picked Brayton Astor. <laughs> Brayton Astor. Well, That's Fyde wild. Fiveight was pretty shallow. The Fyde thing, the thing that shallow. fucked it up, right? Because I had three names for five eight, and it was Soward, Campisi, and Benji, and Big Head over there picked two five eights <laughs> in his first. Well, at first yeah. go, and that was done. Hey, you had your opportunity. <laughs> you I, I was ready to shut you down. Walker was too yeah, nice. I was, I was being nice. I was ready uh, to he's say the, He's the guest. He's the guest. Nah, uh, have we not left, like, a, a Darren Lockyer on the board? Would he not be one you consider over an Asta? Mate, I reckon Darren mate, Lockyer. He's in, twi- he's in the twilight of his career, mate. He didn't, um, yeah, nah. I reckon yeah, he averages fair. 40, Darren Lockyer, who, who, at six. Who was the tight? 5'8". It had to be, like... Matt Rogers or Campbell, didn't it? Matt Rogers, I think. Yeah, yeah Matt Rogers. He would, been, he would have been kicking as well. He would have been up there. Um, nah, um, uh, Scotty Prince kicked for the Titans. Oh, right, okay. The other halfback that I was looking at as well was Jared Mullen from the Knights. Ooh. Yeah, I, I was looking at Kamali on the board too. What's that? We left Brett Kamali on the board too. Yeah, Brett Kamali, yeah. but Twilight well, again. Orchard. Coming off the back of the Daly M season. The Ox, yeah. Who else do we miss? You know who I looked at? Oh, so we Glenn Stewart's still out there. Anthony Watmo. Um, Anthony Tupu from the Cronulla Sharks. He was, yeah, he's, he, he was would have underrated. been a handy super coach player. Ashley, Ashley Harrison too. Yeah. He, he had some good base Plenty in Plenty of base for him. Um, yeah. So who else was handy? Mickey Gordon. Nathan Smith. Yeah, yeah, for Ooh, sure. Yeah. He had a lot of base in him. Nigel mm. Plum, Bronson oh. Harris. He was handy too back in the day. There was a few. Jerome Rapati, Um He had a fantastic oh, season. Oh, Matt yeah. Cooper would have been really base heavy. He would have been one of those base beast CTWs. Um, Nathan Merritt scored nineteen tries. Yep. Yeah. Bryson, Bryson yeah. Goodwin scored twenty. I you know, the other one that I was looking at that I thought might go as a CTW was Bo Scott. He played mm. a lot there, but he played a lot in the back row too. Yep. Yeah, he would have been a I did pick up. I did Jamal, Jamal Indris as well. Yeah, that was his rookie season though. Yeah. But, um, mate, I'm happy with my team. Do you want to call him out, Wook? You got him there or you want me to do it? No, I'll call him out. So, Gu, uh, actually, we'll go for first um, first pick from Natty. Natty went Hayne. Hayne played at fullback. G.I., Mick Jennings, uh, Manu Vatavai, Jamie Lyon in the centre oh, wings. What a back line. Terry Campisi and Scotty Prince in the halves. Benny Hannett and Steve Price as the, as the front row forwards with Robbie Farrer as the hooker. Then into the back row, he's gone Nathan Hymash, Anthony Lurafranchi, and Trent Waterhouse. Hard to beat, boys. Hard to beat. So it's it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, and I, I thought you had a really good team, and then when you struck Campisi and Princey back to back, that was a that was a real stinger for me. I had to. I had to because I was I was looking at how they were matching up, and I was like, if 
if Walker goes either Scott Prince or Campese, one of his picks, I'm fucked. So when I got the opportunity to take both of them in the same go, I was like, yeah, I've got to do it. Yeah. I think Ruck is huge too. I, yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was a bit weird you went Prince um, when you could have just held off the pick because I'd already picked Thurston at, at halfback. But... He's not the sharpest tool, mate. Take it easy on him. No, nah, that, that's I'm sorry, when, when the, sorry, Natty. When the blush rushes from my head to somewhere else, I can't think. I just I just need to get to draft and get to picking. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, so I picked second and I went, I've got fullback, Matty Bowen. This will be a laugh. Super, superstar. Mate, it, you, watch a, you watch a highlights reel of Matty Bowen. He's a fucking legend. Um, uh, Natty, we got a highlights reel guy in the building. Yeah. Watch out. Oh, well. Luke, Luke, Luke Burt, Hazemel Magic, the Wolfman, and Justin Hodges in the center wings. Brace Nasta. was horrible. Um, Jonathan Thurston, halfback, absolute ledge again. Yeah. Fui Moi Moi, one of, one of the favorite forefront rowers going around. 70 cents a litre, pairing up with him in the bookends. Hooker is Cam Smith, the greatest player of all time. And then in the back row, we've got Fitzgibbon, Gal, David Staggs. I think out of out of all of us, I think I have the back row sorted. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Your back row is sexy as fuck. Mm. That's, That's, it. So, That's uh, it, though. The, the, the one that I was tossing up at the back end of mine that didn't get a pick, I thought Gareth Ellis, he was unlucky not to get a yeah. start. Yeah, he was on my list. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised. I was surprised. I was surprised what none of us went like a Roy Asatasa or Matt Scott. And then, yeah, Glenn Stewart. That was the one that I, I was I was genuinely surprised about. Hey, what was uh what was Roy Asatasi's average, Natty? Fifty. In front of you? Yeah, okay, right. Uh, it's fair average. When you <laughs> three three I thought he would have been higher. Same, same. Yeah. All right, so Guru. Drum roll. Uh fullback. Billy Slater. Probably one of the best fullbacks of all time. Um, lead into the center wings. You got B Moz pairing him up with his brother J Moz. Crazy. Izzy Flau, you're liking the, the Z's. And then uh, t- that that guy, Taniela. <laughs> Hang on, wait, wait, wait. I've got to get ready for this. I've got to get ready for this. All right, we'll go now. All right, it's uh, t- Taniela, um, the TTs. Um, <laughs> He's a, he's a top player. That's what he is. Oh, that's um, and Jamie Soward and Benji Marshall in the halves, uh, leading into the bookends, Adam Blair and Mick Wayman. Um, you had Hooker Alan Tong, uh, Alan Tong, sorry. Um, and then he had, I think he's got the second best back rowers in CP13, otherwise known as God, Corey Parker, and then Dallas Johnson, Ryan Hoffman to even it out. So strong team again. Um, couple of couple of road picks, not as many as me, but um, I think it, I think it went all right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who, how much Adam Blair averaged fifty three. Take it, take it. I mean, to be, to be honest, when we're talking about like front I thought it'd be The way you were talking, I thought he was going to be like in the sixties. I'll tell you what, when he left the Tigers, it was exactly the same as this fucking Papali that signed with them. He was unreal, and then he just shit the bed. I Maybe I need to go back and rewatch him if you like, aren't as hyped as me. But uh, It is a funny story with Adam Blair. It's almost like one day he just woke up and forgot to, how to play football. It was like, just oh, went, um, I'm, I'm good. How do I, how yeah, do I fucking just, do this? Like, shit. It's weird. He's just too tired from cashing the checks, mate. That's the problem. 
Yes, well. At that point in his career. Yeah. It does create complacency in some players. Mm. That's why I've always thought, like, you look at the NFL and the way they do things over there with, you know, like they've got incentive-based bonuses in, oh, in, in, your, in your contract. Like, you make this many metres, you make this many points post-contact matters, you make this many tackles in the season, you know, you score this many tries if you're, you know, a winger or a centre, and you get this bonus. I mean, players are going to be fucking putting in. I mean, it's no surprise and it's no, you know, shock that in contract years, players have fantastic seasons. I mean, in pre-season next year, we'll, we'll probably do a podcast or just solely on guys that are playing for their contracts because you want them in your team. You want them in your super coach team. Well, How would you, if you were to like incentivize their contracts, would you, would that have to be set by the club or the NRL? I think, I think it would, it would need to be in the parameters set by the NRL to begin yeah. with. And then, and then sort of down from that, the clubs would set it specifically for those players. Do you know what I mean? I was going to say, uh, uh, Uncle Nick might be handing out 5K for every uh, dummy half <laughs> meter that Brent Smith goes for just quietly. Ooh, tell me Ooh. about it. Tell me about Top it. Line of coke. Oh, God. Righto, boys. Good draft. Obviously, I've got the best team again. Definitely. I don't know how I do it. I do it again and again and again. Yeah, I don't think so, mate. I, I think it's... When Definitely you've, not you. When you've got an idiot in your draft who drafts blokes <laughs> like Brayton Aston, Matt Bowen, and Wolfman, it makes it very easy, doesn't it, Guru? What's your biggest regret, Walk? When you look back on draft day, it's obviously high pressure, bright lights. What's the biggest regret from all those? Funnily enough, it's only these drafts that I don't take serious, and I, I do have a few wild picks, but this draft, uh, definitely <laughs> the announced one. Natty, it's 10 p.m. on a on a, on a Monday night. He's not taking it seriously, though. He's all good. Oh, God, yeah. He's got a neutral. He's rolling down the hill. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> your, te- your teams look better um, on these make-believe fucking drafts than they do on normal draft day oh, for the Loveless League. Whatever, mate. Whatever. <laughs> we both know whose team's better on draft day. How many rings you got to show me, champ? Yeah. yeah. Have, have you got one yet, Walk? No, no, no! I haven't. I haven't. Shits the bed every year. Yeah, I, I, I get there. I get there, but I just. He's the guy, just... and I'm sure you've got this guy in your league as, as well, Guru. He's the guy that goes on and on about total points, but I've got, I've got the most, I've got the most, I've got the most points. Hey? When did I say shit about that last week? <laughs> mate, you always talk about it. You go, oh, well, if you click over to total points, I'm leading, mate, the, I'm leading the league. Mate, this season, champ. I'm oh, leading mate. the league. I'm leading the... I've, you know who, who drafted... This is another one, Guru. You know who drafted the best team? I, I drafted the best team. So there's that. And it's like, mate, you're not in the finals. What do you... It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Mate, I'm, I'm always in the finals. I, I might not be winning them, but anyway... I Boys, really... uh, shout out in my comp to Steve Hebner and Tom Burns of Total Point Score fame. Absolutely live for it. <laughs> There's always those guys, and you just go, mate. It's like you're clinging on. You're clinging on to whatever you can get get to. Uh, Paul, mate, you're the one who says, "Oh, I'm the best better. I'm the best better." So, look, mate, you, you can you can throw stones as much as you want. Those in glass houses. When when you are one of the best in the league, well, if no, actually, I'll say the best. Uh, I've got two premierships to my name and I've been in more grand finals than anyone else. 
you can start talking shit. It's like Muhammad Ali. It's like it's not brash if you can back it up. Do you understand? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you wouldn't understand, but like I can talk shit. I can talk smack because I can back it up. One day, I really hope that one day you get there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you, champ. I'm rooting for you, Ace. Like you, I really hope you get there one day. Why do I do this podcast? Why do I do this podcast? (laughs) Fuck, really. That's the best. That's the best. All right, well done, boys. Guru, thanks for jumping on again, mate. You're a fucking legend. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, boys. Really enjoyed it. It's a good, uh, good little two horse race there, just quietly. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> this, this yeah, how we. Ah, Wolk, I love you. Absolutely. Can't wait. Can't wait for the people to just look at Wooker's team. It's going to be hilarious. Mate, look. There's there's only two two utterly rogue picks. One of them is a top try scorer in the. In no, the no, club. no. Look, I've said my piece. We'll just let the people say something. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Guru. We're out of here. See you, bro. See you, boys. Cheers. Check you next time. See you, mate. Oh, All right. Good rub, Wook. Always, mate, um, good. always a good chat with the Guru. Thanks again to the Rugby League Guru for coming on and getting both hands on it and just yanking the fuck out of it. He really gives it a good rub, doesn't he? Mate, he's, he's cleaning up right now. It's, um, <laughs> it's a bit of a mess out here. Oh, good. All right, mate. Well, fuck. That's it for the the What If 2009 draft. Hope you guys enjoyed it. But that's the final sign, Rubbers. If you enjoyed your rub, you can find us on Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. The Weekly Rubdown. Like, comment, share, rate, review, whatever you like. Just give us a virtual glute tap. That's it. Remember, there are many things a man can do with his time. This is better than those things. You're damn right, Wooker. Catch us next round on The Weekly Rubdown. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.